my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Tanner fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Landa, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. What's everyone doing today? Well, today I had the opportunity to chat with one of my fellow Full House podcast listeners, who is also celebrating his 27th birthday today, Mr. Shamim Dana. Happy birthday, Shamim. We talked about his history with Full House, his predictions of the end of Fuller House Season 5. We also talked about our history of Blockbuster. He um, used to frequent Blockbuster. And also, I believe that the last known Blockbuster is that's currently operating is in Oregon. I also used to work at Blockbuster from 2006 to 2007, so I was there just before the downfall. All right. We also talked about Toys R Us. We talked about Star Wars, his autograph collection, meeting and playing guitar with the Beach Boys and John Stamos. He also met Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, and Jody Sweeten. His favorite episode of Full House is, of course, season two, episode, season two, episode six, Beach Boy Bingo. And his favorite Fuller House episode is New Kids in the House. So let me tell you that Shamim has such an incredible autograph collection. We talked for two hours on just so many different topics. The people that he's met. The autographs he's gotten. And just his overall love for TV shows and and movies. And meeting celebrities. So, won't you all join me in wishing Shamim a happy birthday today. And enjoy my interview with him. Get up there on SoundCloud. So, so how's your day been going so far? Good, good, good. So pretty much, I um, I so far I got fifty messages so far. Jeez, that is awesome. So, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners? Okay, so. My name, my name is Shamim Dana, and I'm um, from Portland, Oregon, and I've been a Full House fan since 2008, when they um, did the reruns on Nick at Night. Um, me and my mom watched it that Thanksgiving, and then... That Thanksgiving, we went to um, Soka City to pick up season one. Since then, since our 
I was about 14 at the time, and then in 2008, I got the season 8, and then from that, I started my Full House collection, and both favorite episodes are Beach Boy Bingo and the New Kids in the House, and um, that's so far my... Full House story, and then Full House, I started watching that with my girlfriend Christy on um, on, on Netflix and got all the way up to the ending of uh, The Proper Proposal. And okay, so sing- yeah, season five, part A, yep. Yeah, it's still, yeah, I'm, yeah. Get ready for the emotions coming. Oh my god! It's gonna be. I just saw the the farewell trailer. Uh huh. I and I couldn't get get myself together from that just the trailer alone. But oh my! It was so good. Thirty years. Actually, now it's going to be, uh, let's see, 87, about 30, 30 years, right, I think? I don't know, let's see, Um, it came out in 87, and it's 2020, I think 33 years wow. since it started, yeah, it's just, ugh, I was five when it came out. <laughs> And yes. I think I didn't start watching it till like maybe eighty eight, eighty nine, and I was right around Stephanie's age. So I yeah. kind of grew up. Actually, I I just recently saw like two, uh, two days. No, wait, let me think. Um, on the seventeenth, I saw on eBay Jody Sweden's autograph at mm-hmm. age five. Oh my so, goodness! So, yes. Sold for about forty-two dollars, about uh-huh. about forty-five dollars, but uh, on the little um, pink um, um, index card, um, okay. like love, Jody, and then sweet on the love down the middle, and then Jody okay. at the bottom, sweet on the corner. That that boggles me since um, age five. That autograph must be worth more than her autograph for now. I bet, that. yeah. Yeah, and then Jody. Um, so where, where was I? Um. So to start the cast of Full House, um, a dream in mind I wanted to do was to recreate the scene of Beach Boy Bingo, where the. Be- DJ won the trip to with the Beach Boys, and then, and then they called up the D- Tano family. So, on November, July twenty fourth, twenty fourteen, me and my dad went to see Dave Coulier for the first time his comedy show in um, the Improv in San Jose, and um, met Dave. He's super nice. Um, told him about my dream and told him, thanked him for him, Danny, and Bob, John, the cast of Full House, mm-hmm. um, for what they did for, since I was 14, he was a 
very happy with that. And then signed a bunch of stuff for me. And then after that, he asked, like, um, when, when I left, like, um, like a week <laughs> after we met, called up John and asked, told him about my story. He said, I don't know what John said of Dave, but on August 1st, 2014, I I bought cheap tickets to the Beach Boys at the Mountain Winery. And then I had to, like, handwrite a letter to John Stamos stating why I want to do this this, um, reunion thing with the Beach Boys. And And then I got... John like signed um a baseball his forever forever um promo CD and then signed and then actually the way I met John Stamos was I went um the Beach Boys road manager said come towards the end of what was that let me see Towards the end of, um, what was that? Right before Barbara and, um, started playing. So that would be, what is that before I was saying? So it's actually going to be, um, right after, yeah, so basically during the intermission, I was sitting next to, um, uh, sitting next to um, Mike Love's daughter. Um, And then, so it was right after, um, what was it? It was right after, so I went right after Wanna Dance, and then the road manager said, and then basically on stage, me, John Stamos, is how I met Stamos, Right on stage, and then told told John I play guitar, and then here here I am playing John Stamos's guitar. That sold out awesome. show, sold out show, completely sold out at the winery. And then after that, John Stamos gave me the set list, the Beach Boys and in, in the um the interior um about arrival, departure, her curfew as a gift. And then he gave me um, a 8 by 10 of the Beach Boys from 89 when they were on the show. So basically it's a black and white photo of um, the Beach Boys. So Dave gave that to me as as like a memento thing. And then, and then... I asked John Stamos um, a question about, do you remember the episode where he was trying to sell his Elvis guitar? That's right. Yeah, to pay for Becky's engagement ring. Yeah, technically oh. he, said, he said he signed that himself to sell it. Cool. And then I, after that, I told John that I, I would love a book signed by Bob Saget. A week later, I get a book and a baseball signed by um, Bob's book and a signed baseball from Bob Sack himself directly. That so, is awesome. Yeah, so basically, and then and then Stam, um, 
Bob wrote in, in the book um, to to me wishing you the very best Bob Saget in his um book Dirty Daddy which I heard the audio book of that is it's an interesting story and then mm-hmm. after that uh, in 2014 and then a year in at Wizard World Chicago uh, in 2015 um, Stamos told Jody that I would be coming to meet her and then Jody Sweden hmm, she was she's really nice um, I had her sign um, two had her sign um Two photos, one of her um, younger, and then the other one had her sign um, as Stephanie Tanner, and her name as well. Um, She had about, um, I would say, on that Saturday, I would say about, just for her alone, is about 100 200 people in line for her just since um, it's her first time at um, at Wizard World and um, she had about 500, 600 um, for her panel and she was about charging about $60 for an autograph um, she, and that was an interesting actually from what yeah after reading her book and then, uh, which I have a copy of a book sign, but not mm-hmm. to me, just got it off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. But that's an interesting book for Jody Sweden Wise. And I watched as well in 2015 the uh, B- Lifetime movie as well. That was an interesting. Oh, yeah, that's sign. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched that like um, I'm actually in touch with the actor who played Bob Saget. <laughs> Okay. Um, and he's actually really nice. He actually is working on um, um, getting me like a script from the Lifetime movie. He said it's um, the script's title was um, Behind the Times of Dark Times of Bob Saget. Oh. <laughs> and then, um, and then after that. You let me see, and then after, yeah, like 2019, I emailed um, Andrea Barber's um, publicist saying how, how big a Full House fan I, and Full House fan I am. Um, they sent me a um, uh, from Ann Pryor about um, uh, Andrea's new book, which they sent me a um, an advanced proof of oh an arc okay yeah, uh, of Andrea's uh, soon to be released new book. If you didn't go to Barnes Nobles mm-hmm. when they had the Black Friday sign uh, sign copies of books, um, Andrea did like um, a bunch of signed copies of a book at Barnes and Nobles and. Um, near you like pretty much um they were like just book priced so uh like the price of the book itself and she signed like a bunch of them if you saw her um 
Insta- uh, Twitter saying like about her book being accepted to the signed copy edition for Black Friday last year. So mm-hmm. pretty much, I I went and picked up her um her um signed copy of her book. Now I got Andrea, and then I got the um not not for sale advanced um re- corrective proof edition which is um the, the paperback version so actually Andrea's book was pretty interesting actually if you if you haven't read a book yet oh i've definitely read it yeah it's a good so, one so did you get a signed copy edition or did i you... actually did not um i think i ordered it through amazon like i pre-ordered it oh but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much her her book is pretty interesting. Um, and then and then after and then in twenty eighteen, I went to see Dave again with my girlfriend Christy for the second time. Dave was actually really uh, he hand out everyone a um, post time poster and then took photos and. Actually, if you ever met, I I know Dave is now in Michigan, I believe, since he's from there. Oh yeah, I follow him on Instagram. I see that yeah. he's been making um, like a man cave type uh, place to yeah. put his hockey memorabilia. Yeah, so I actually picked up um. On eBay, I found this um, full house ticket from one of the one of the tapings. But but I do not know if this is an actual uh, taping or something. On the ticket says July thirtieth, nineteen ninety three. But I'm not too sure if there was ever an episode of that, or it was just an unaired episode because I I actually. Showed Dave um, the ticket before he signed it. The the last time I saw him, he's he didn't does not remember at all if there was a a taping that day or not. Well, okay. I guess yeah. So I I I got like this. I think I think taping tickets are very rare from Full House these days. Um, from the '93. So if you know if you, I know I saw. Mm, July thirtieth, ninety three. So, is there was there a um um taping that day? If you remember at all from your history, I don't. I don't think. I think because I know when the show airs, usually the seasons end in May, and I'm just kind of wondering if I would wonder if they have summers off, maybe, and they come back in the fall. I'm not. I'm not sure. so now I've got I got this like veil ticket signed by Dave Coulier. I'm not too sure if it's at all a highly collectible ticket from Full House, knowing it's um I picked this up um for only like ten dollars on eBay. Oh, that's not bad. Cool. Not, and I, and I saw John Stamos script signed by the whole cast, like in 2018, <laughs> sold for about. Four hundred, five hundred dollars just for like I believe it was the episode, uh, part one of the ending of season eight, uh, w- with the twins on it. Though, okay. 
Mary Kane and Ashley are one of the hardest Full House cast members to get signed from what I know because I I haven't tried getting them, but I know they did their fashion book a couple um, years ago uh, that um, Mary Kate's um, fashion book she did, I think, or the twins both did. So pretty much um, I've got the Full House game board for a game. That's, that seems, that was fun to play, actually. I bet, yeah. So um, I picked up that on um, a charity auction um, a few, in 2015, for like only 30 bucks. It's actually an interesting game. I've seen, I think they ha- have, um, like, t- they've got, they had a bunch of tie-ins, but I've heard from your, from your past episodes, like the, the Stephanie books, the, I don't know yep. if they're actually written by Mich- um, Jody and the twins at the time or not. Because I think there's like um, different authors that write the books. Um, oh, one yeah. of the Full House podcasts I listened to actually covered a few of the Michelle and Stephanie books. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I actually, um, the, the first Full House I listened to was um, John and uh, and Brandon's podcast. That how the how rude it. podcast. Yeah, actually, I, that's I an interesting podcast. And I asked them if the, if they would want me on. They said no. Then uh, I yeah, you, it seems like they just get their um because they friends. do like improv and stuff, so they get a lot of their um coworkers. Yeah, I I knew that, yeah. And then I, I found out that Full House had um training cards. That was Oh the, wow. That, yeah, um it was a uh it was like a um Family Matters, um uh, what else it, it had the whole like TGI block. Um, oh yeah, had, step by step. Uh, oh yeah it, it's by um, LAFFS training cards. Um, they had like um, yeah, from, yeah. Basically, they um, by Imperial Company made like Full House, um, Family Matters, um, Perfect Stranger. I think Growing Pains was another one that... Um, yeah, Growing Pains. Yeah, yeah. Al so, was another one, yep. I actually met Alan Thicke um, at the Hollywood show in 2016. He was oh, actually wow. really nice. Um, he... that It's an L.A.-based um, show. It's, like, bi-monthly, and my friend David Eckerby owned runs it and he gets like people from the like 70s 80s 90s actors actresses like uh they had adam west there one time they had kara spinney one time and they had um dick van dyke to um people from 
Growing Pains. Um, they had uh, Tatum O'Neal. Like all, I would say like David does like themed reunions. Like this year was it? It was going to be a Peanuts reunion. Uh, the voice actors, um, uh, like like step by step reunion with the actors from that show, actresses like that type of stuff for that show, and then. I actually wrote Steven a letter and then sent him a Aladdin card. He actually <laughs> sent it back and signed. It's actually interesting. When I was watching, and then back in, I believe, when Full House did the Kit Kat commercial, the um, Kit, Kit Kat, um, uh, give me a break, um, Hollywood game from Kit Kat, mm-hmm. they, they, they sent you like an autograph cast photo and clothes when they did that old and then it was actually even though it was a it's a pre-printed sent out to fans I got like a little but I don't I don't even remember when the Kit Kat commercial uh promotion for Full House was I think it was uh I think it was like Hershey's Chocolate Kit Kat um from the Western group, um, they sent out like photo pre-printed photos from the cast, and then they, I got one of them, but it's just pre-printed. But it's cool to have like a pre-printed cast signed photo of everybody with like Mary Kate, Jody, Andrea, Lori Lawson. Cannot believe Lori Lawson. I don't. I heard that those new that news about Lori. I don't think it's actually true. Myself. Yeah, I honestly, I mean, I pretty yeah. much stayed away from it when covering, you know, podcast episodes. Like, I didn't want to get into it. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, that's not my business. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I love, actually, my favorite TV couples are Becky and Jesse, Steven, DJ. And DJ? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think if I'm. If I know Full House and how they run, I'm sure that ending will happen. I'm 100% sure that might be the case since they did it. Mm-hmm. And they love to... I've, I actually love how they did it this time with... Um, actually, Carly Rae Jepsen does love the mishmash of... Um, the. Actually, I talked to Jeff Franklin asking for an autograph. He does not like signing autographs. And okay. and, and he's actually kind of standoffish. Um, That's what I was kind of think, standoffish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, saying um I without me there will be no full house and the fans are only there because I was the one who created it. No, like uh, I'm the one who did this. Sounds like someone, yeah, like someone's a little bit full of themselves. Yeah, actually, I think he's the one who bought the Full House house, I believe, in San Francisco. Okay, yeah, because I heard it after they finished filming the last season, it actually went back up on the market. Yeah, yeah, I actually been to the house in um on one of my since I lived in uh, the Bay Bay Area from like 2004 to 2018. Uh, in 2014, I went to the house, and 
It does not look like what it did on thir- 32 years ago, if you think about it. If you saw, okay. if you saw the photos um, of the house now, I it it's all like painted green and then big Ooh. trees. Well, oh, wow. Yeah. Green yeah, just seems so off-putting. I mean, blue, light blue maybe, but green? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah. It, if Jeff Franklin actually bought the house, the poor guy doing that because good for San Francisco and they actually made that full house house a landmark. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, after I I saw, like, a bunch of people doing the selfies, and then what I actually liked about Fuller House is how they took the growing up photos and the opening. That is actually very creative. And I saw, I was going to go to one of the, tapings in 2015 oh wait 20 i think when when did season one was taping at 2015 i think i think so yeah oh yeah yeah so i had um the my friend duggan who's um a autograph dealer knows the person who um does the uh meet stars he actually arranged for me to go for a taping, but seemed almost went to a taping of Full House. But I was actually, and I was actually, I think that was on, yeah, late, late in that year. And then um, after that, the only person I have not met from. Full House. I've met Candace. She's super nice. Um, I did go to her book signing when she did her um, Dancing Through Life book signing. Um, she signed one of her um, headshots for me and her book. Actually, Candace, I've seen most of her um, post Full House movies. Like um, The recent one I saw was... Um, just the way you are, um, that Hallmark movie that was actually really nice. And for me, I would say Danny, Joey, Jesse, for the top three guys, and Steve are the ones I liked from Full House. And then in Full House is like Kimmy, DJ Stephanie, and then I. Interesting to get um, Josh from Drake and Josh in one of the episodes. That's interesting because mm-hmm. oh yeah, and, and I saw the guard the grandfather too. That was interesting. Too bad that was canceled after like season. Yeah, I never actually watched it. Was it pretty good? Yeah. So basically, it's uh, Stamos is I think is a chef owns a <laughs> restaurant. Um, yeah, actually. It's been, since then, I actually, yeah, what do you actually think would be the ending? Same as I was thinking, or something different in your mind? Same idea and what I was thinking about how the Danny, Jesse, and Joey does that about family thing. Do you think 
I think that's how it's going to end. For... I so think that... so, too. I think that now, because I think when Full House ended originally, they didn't know if they were coming back. And I think this yeah. time they get to do a real series finale. Yeah, so how would Full House be if it ended up today? Pretty much the same how we see it? Um, it... I think they're definitely going to... Hmm. Yeah, so, I think we're no, definitely so, going to talk about being together and being family and how even if people like move on to other things, we're always going to be a tight knit. Yeah, so pretty much. If, so if Full House never ended in '95, would it, would we get the same thing we saw in 2016? Pretty much, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think if we'd have even gotten in season nine, DJ would have went off to college, and I think the focal point would have been on Stephanie and Michelle. Yeah, and then, yes, yeah, I'm surprised that the twins never agreed to come back. That's either, A, they're... I actually, I thought uh, their sister would have been Michelle at some point. I don't know. Oh, Elizabeth Olsen. I did yeah. hear that thrown around a few times with the how rude guys that they like oh you know because michelle was nine when the show ended they yeah. can have you know pretty much anybody but it's like and really you'd only need one i mean if they even did like a quick little skype call or something yeah. at the wedding because yeah. they're gonna have to come up with a why is michelle not here why is she not well, her sister? I, I actually like the um reunion episode for the first one season one it actually was very interesting because um john stamos did that about the fashion line that that was interesting and then that's amazing how they redid the at first i was thinking i was watching the season one the whole full house over again because how spot on everything was from um what i remembered (laughs) From, yeah, so pretty much, were they just trying to, the reason why it ended, I wonder why, after, they they, they could have gone to. I heard that John too. Samos was kind of looking to kind of get out of the show, and I guess yeah. whether Dave was kind of done with it, and maybe they just felt like, well, if we can't keep them, the family together, then I think maybe it's time to eventually just move forward and just end it here would be my guess um yeah so pretty yeah. much if i thought i don't know if they if if the show really did that well on netflix because i've i since it's on netflix mm-hmm. i don't know if it actually did that well because i know i i know a bunch of fans did watch it including mm-hmm. you and me but not too sure if it's actually did Better than the original one, or about the same? You think from what viewing? I think that being it's a a streaming site, maybe it didn't get nearly as many viewers as if people were tuning in weekly. Because it seems like people nowadays, or even in the last few years, are just about binging shows. That's what it seems like. We'll just drop a whole like, and seasons nowadays are so short; they're like ten episodes, which people can binge that in a day. Yeah, I. I bet you, you you have finished season five and I bet I'm going to finish it that day. I mean, if I'm not um, back to my job by then, 
I could definitely see myself getting through the nine episodes and then because I I'd, I'd like to if it's possible like get the first um episode season five episode 10 out that very day like I did with season five episode nine or um yeah. episode so, one that same day so there's 12 episodes to season five it looks like I think because stopped at ne- the proposal yep. I yeah I think 12 episodes isn't it or Shorter this time, I think, if I counted correctly. Yeah, because... I think it was. Um, so there's the first nine, and then you have the the last nine. So a total of eighteen. Eighteen. Yes. Yeah. I think the DVD would be out by. I think it'll be out by like fall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually. Yeah, I've got. I got the ha- I got the same house you do with the little top on it. I bought yep. that. I bought that on Amazon for. Steel actually when they had that blowout sale for that so the the original one the with the brown house on it the yep same same how um how rude did they just man those guys must be really dedicated or just love that show so much to actually buy this box thing yeah i think that they i they both went in on it and um <laughs> They are the reason that I even started podcasting. Yeah, so actually my friends, um, if Richard and Sarah, um, they do the Skywalking Through Neverland um, podcast, which is all about Marvel, Disney, all over the Star Wars. So basically they do like, I'm actually part of that, that group, which I'm known as the Skywalking Bounty Hunter. Which okay. I help them. I help them get like a guest for the show. Uh, I helped them get my friend Bryce Eller, who was Darth Vader back in seventy-seven to eighty-two. I think you remember if you went to let's say back in eight, eight. Yeah, so Bryce Eller was the um, touring Vader that went to malls, department stores. Sign mm-hmm. autographs for fans. I I reached out to him in 2012 because I bought a co- Star Wars comic signed by d- didn't know at the time was him. So I emailed him, asked him the question, and then uh, for Richard's 50th birthday, it, last year I got him Bryce for his birthday to do an in- exclusive interview for um, them. For the show, and then after that, I helped um, them get Weird Al Yankovic because I know his drummer. I met Weird Al um, on the same same date as I performed with John Stamos, but in 2010. Basically, if you ever saw a Weird Al show, it is something you really should go to because. Yeah, my husband and I we went and saw Weird Al back in 2011. Because my husband's a big Weird Al fan, and he loves Star Wars. I mean, I like Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me guess. I know exactly the song what Jeremy likes. It has to be either Yoda or the the one we all know and love is the Sega Begins. Out of those two, I'm sure. I bet anything. Yes. Because he's such so a big actually, fan. I'm sure. I actually. First met Bermuda at my first Weird Al show when he was doing the um, 
tour for his um, Al album. Um, I saw him about started 2010, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 15, 16, about six times he's actually worth it. And I, yep, yeah, if he's home by the time um, my, my party starts, um, he can actually meet uh, our drummer. He's going to be on um, Popping and Saying Hi as well. Okay. Actually, he's at Bermuda is actually really nice. I've known him since 2010. He actually helped Bryce uh, help Richard get word out on Skywalking Through Neverland, uh, which I helped as well. And then the last person I helped get was um, Emily Swallow from The Mandalorian. Um, I, I met her at Wizard Portland. This year, this year, Wizard Portland is Wizard is basically touring Kukan, goes to all the major cities like St. Louis, Chicago, um, Philadelphia. Basically, it's a uh, the Chicago one is the biggest one to go to, followed by I believe the biggest one for you guys is Motor City and. What was the other one? Uh, Michigan Comic Con, basically. I, yeah. I, Actually, we've never been to a Comic Con before. I mean, I, my husband's not really big on... Um, meeting celebrities. Well, more like... And I'm a little nervous around being around a lot of like crowds. Of, I, I know those Comic Cons got thousands of people and just like... Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Being a little apprehensive. Yeah, you and... My, you and Christy are exactly the same. She doesn't like big crowds. She doesn't like to be around a lot of people. Usually, I just go to, like, author signings, and sometimes oh, yeah. get pretty so, big. Um, who have you, if you did, if um, you could meet anybody I think from some young adult ones, like um, Sarah J. Moss. Who oh, yeah. Thrown a gl- the first time I saw her, it was kind of a low-key thing. Yeah. Second time I saw her, you had to buy a ticket, and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got there hours early just to get a seat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I actually met this year, I've met before the virus. I met the, I think you know those cute comics that's on Instagram, uh, Katana Comics. Okay, uh, I, um, I yeah, don't know. So, yeah, so the, 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 the um, uh, Katana and John do those cute little love comics. On Instagram, okay, uh, they were okay. doing a book signing um, at Powers Books. Mm-hmm. They um, actually, I contacted her publicist, and she arranged all. Basically, I went there; everything was arranged, seat reserved from for, for the publisher, and then uh, I, I get there. Katana and John are very excited to see me. They do a whole big out signing with the Basically, my poster, that enormous project, I started, that project been going on since 20, April of 2014 at BabsCon, Babs which is a My Little Pony convention. Mm-hmm. The first person on that was um, Tara Strong, which I'm sure you heard her voice on many, many classic cartoons as 
as follows Powderpuff goes, mm-hmm. Fairy Odd Parents, to um, Hello Kitty, mm-hmm. to Raven, to Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony. She was in, um, she she was the original voice of that um, Hello Kitty Fairy Tale of Theater Presents. Mm-hmm. Cinder Kitty, like, she was the original voice of Hello Kitty back in 87, 88, 89 wow. time frame. And she was the voice of Dill <laughs> from the Rugrats movie. Um, yeah, uh, my uh, nephews were in the Rugrats back in the day. Yeah, and and Bubba's from the Powerpuff Girls, if you remember okay. that. Yeah, so she, she was the first person to sign it because I had her sign my Hello Kitty guitar. Which um, it's a Hello, pink Hello Kitty Fender guitar, which I use play my music on. And then I've met uh, after that, I took it to Big Wow Comic Fest in 2017 to get um, Sergio from Mad Magazine, Bill Morrison from The Simpsons, Futurama, and he was the art director of Bongo Comics, uh, which. He signed it, and then after that was Mike Manolia going to, um, and then after that took it to Phoenix Comic Con. Twenty fourteen, I had Adam West, Julie Newmar, uh, and then cast a few of the Rangers, Power Rangers, sign it, and then I just I went there, just got a bunch of them on that poster, and then. That's the day I met Stan Lee on the 20, uh, June 8th, 2014. Meeting Stan Lee, I would tell you his line is about, if you're a diehard Stan Lee fan, I, I, wait, I got there around ooh, 8.30 in the morning. His line, about two hours long. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so Stanley, uh first time I met him, I got him to sign a baseball. Um he was nice. Um and then I've and then he's actually yeah, if you his line for two hours, mm-hmm. we were about fifteenth person in line, basically. Dad got a, about 15, the whole bottom, I've been to, yeah, so first con I went to was Supercon in 2009 when I was 15, and then I met um, Andrew Nelson, I'm sure you've heard of, the voice actor, for Vic Mignogna, who's very, very popular to um, to animation, um, I think you've heard of Full Metal Alchemist, the animated cartoon, which is um, uh, he played Edward, the short guy, and Full Metal Alchemist. He played uh, Street Fighter, Vega, two. He played Captain Cook from Star Trek Continues. He's been um, been doing vo- voice acting for the last um, since two thousand five, and he's. He's a Christian um, musician, and uh, and he he produced um, 
albums called um, for DC Talk, the Christian rap band, and then he did um, uh, like parody work. He's if you never met Bick, um, he is really really nice guy to meet. He I've I known him for about eleven years now since I met him in twenty not oh nine, and then I performed with him in twenty eleven with my accordion. And then I, I jumped to, and then I actually went to San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I will tell you the only thing that's worth San Diego Comic-Con itself is the vendor hall. And the, uh, yeah, it's just the vendor hall. And then that's where I met Stanley for the last time. Uh, he signed the poster it's currently at a thousand and twelve autographs. Last one oh, wow. complete as Mo Camel, which is oh. a very yeah. Now, since then, the last person to sign it was Katana John at Powers. Since then, just waiting for Mo Camel either to show his face. I got I got so many people spreading the word about that poster. I've got like. Uh, in 2017, I met the producers of that movie. If you haven't seen Comic Book the Movie, it's the, the safest, the less crowded way of viewing Comic-Con in 2003. Basically, Mark Hamill does this movie, Comic Book the Movie, where he and his, a bunch of his friends get together, talk about comics, Entertainment. They have like cameos by Stanley, Kevin Smith, um, Hugh Hefner, Bruce Campbell, um, all bunch of actors, actresses. Basically, it's a mockumentary. It's. I think Jeremy would appreciate that if you guys don't like crowds. Basically, it's came out in um, two thousand four. I'll have to ask him about that if he, he's seen it or uh, heard of it. It, yeah. it came out um, January 24th, 2004. Wait, I think you were mentioning you worked at Blockbuster. Did, I, I think did. You did right? Yeah, oh. I worked at Blockbuster um, from April 2006 to, I think it was July of 2007. So basically, you worked there during the downfall. Um, yep, just before it, actually, um, I was trying to, I was pushing the Blockbuster online total access through oh, the yeah, mail. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, actually, that was, I saw the downfall of Blockbuster, I, you know me, and, oh, speaking of which, if you want to be on Talkbuster podcast, which I was on, basically, mm-hmm. my, basically, my friend, uh, Christopher... See, uh, Chipman interviews former employees of Blockbuster to just for fun stories yeah. and family fun. Basically, he um, he's looking for new new guests to share the experience of Blockbuster. Oh, so from for my last birthday party, if you haven't, you should go, which is the last Blockbuster on the planet. I'm only about three hours away from the last blockbuster. I had my 16th, uh, 16th, what am I? Oh, yeah, 26th birthday at 
the last blockbuster store itself. So basically, the uh, the general manager Sandy Harding, she's really, really, really nice. Um, she and the staff did this special twenty six last blockbuster birthday bash in blockbusters history mm-hmm. birthday party for me, which I arranged last year in March. And I had like I gave Sandy an interview, written interview about her time at Blockbuster, and she said the last time I spoke to her was a few days ago. She said they're still going strong, still, still. They outlast. It's funny knowing the last Blockbuster outlasted Netflix, Redbox. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus, the and Sandy said she has no plans on closing that store. She said the day I die is the day that last blockbuster will close. Basically, that is going. If you ever come to Bent, Oregon, it is a mind trippy place to go. Because when you walk in, it's like a, it's like Pawn Stars. Basically, it looks like a television set, but oh. it's a, but it's an actual live buy rent VHS museum. They actually have up now a billboard saying if you call them, they will recommend you movies on their behalf. Basically, if you call... When I first called the last Blockbuster to see if they were even... If it really did exist, I I was surprised to hear somebody on the line, Welcome to Blockbuster. How can I help you? And then, since then, in 20... I called them in... First time in 20... 17, 2016, just finding out then, when did you first hear about the whole last blockbuster big thing? Same, I know your location closed. When did it close exactly? Like, like few years after you left, right? Um, I think it actually closed. I would have uh, ended in 2007. They would have closed like, the problem with the particular location I worked at is their, yeah. they had a basement, and their basement was always flooding. And, of course, oh they had to God. start cutting some, like, okay, what ones are we getting? Because they had so many where I lived. Like, okay, let's get the close down this location. Actually, I've driven past it, the area where it was. It's not anything. It's like an extension of, of Ralph's Grocery, which was right next door. And it wasn't exactly in the wow. best area either <laughs> yeah so pretty much, let me guess you don't have your membership card anymore i did, don't have the you, membership card but i do have my employee badge oh if you did i looked on ebay recently and those membership cards are selling like hotcakes gosh Ever i actually since- made my own membership card when i worked there <laughs> To, to, yeah, so basically, Sandy is known as the blockbuster hoarder. Basically, she's kept, and she's very good with computers. 
basically she's friends with the original person who designed the card. So basically, she's all set for the next. How many years that place? Do you? Is it hard to believe it still exists? Or is oh yeah. Just, so if you did went, what would you actually donate to the museum of the last blockbuster? Basically, people donated. Um, well, I went when I went for my birthday. I donated them. I gave them a little mini blockbuster basketball, a bunch of little blockbuster balloons. I gave them the 1989 blockbuster video, ultimate video catalog from 89. And I gave them a October 89 membership application form, which I picked up off of eBay. So basically, I donated my stuff so people can see it in the museum. So basically, when you go there, they have like, um, it will be a fun trip for you to Germany to for you to go back to work, basically to see. Yeah, so basically, they still rent movies for what was it two, um, two three dollars for a movie. Still, I don't remember what the price was. I think the price for. Blue- um, DVDs were like three ninety nine, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, a so, fee of a buck thirty three. Yeah, so that's exactly how they still have it to this day. Same operate. Imagine enough. Same computers, and when you work there. Oh my she, gosh! Sandy has the biggest. Um. So basically, she told me the story how they became the last. Oh. They actually have a movie coming out called The Last Blockbuster of the Movie. Basically, these two guys from Bent, Oregon asked Sandy if they could make a movie about the blockbuster itself. Basically, Sandy said it would be coming hopefully August of this year. And she can literally add you to her computer with your old employee ID number. Basically, she can create you your own membership card with your employee ID on it. Basically, for $2, she can make you with your own employee ID and have it in the system. And when you go there, um, you could, like, buy DVDs from them, buy T-shirts, hoodies, all the whole nine yards, basically. When I worked at Blockbuster, there's a website. I actually, I don't have it anymore. I wish I did. It was a, it was a Blockbuster tote bag. It was a, a duffel bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wish I'd kept it. I think it got a hole in it, but yeah. I, I wonder if Jeremy still has his Blockbuster card. He actually, um, he and I met while working at Hollywood Video. Oh. Actually, funny enough, I actually, it's funny, Hollywood Video, I moved to Cal, the la- so I've been a Blockbuster fan ever since I, I, I moved to Texas, which was in 95, and I just, my first birthday balloon was a Blockbuster balloon, which um, my mom did this where she put balloon inside a box and then open when I opened the box the blockbuster balloon came out 
since then, the last time I... So, I lived in Texas, Flower Mount, Texas, from 95 to 2004. And I've, I always went to the Blockbuster on Cross Timbers, Blockbuster location, 1541. Yeah, so basically that was... I was I, I was going to Blockbuster when you guys officially did the game rush when you first got did the, first did the game rush in 2002. I got my card, uh, my dad, my family got their card, and then memories from that Blockbuster is always fun because uh, I actually <laughs> huh, think about it now. I have my Home Alone. Taking back the house, uh, DVD from September second, two thousand three. I wonder how much either I owe you and Blockbuster a dish at this point now. Okay, uh, you said a dollar for each fee. Um, two thousand three. How much do you think I owe you now? If you if, if we if it's still. If still around, if, if your store was still around, what? I asked Sandy the same question. See, she said about you owe me and Dish about ten grand. Oh my goodness gracious sake! Oh my so god! Is that <laughs> what? Is that correct? From your um, notes from the oh, um, my yeah. block. Yeah, so mine was like a two night rental deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It basically, to let you know, I already paid the late fee when I first bought the DVD. So basically, just a fun, uh, if, yeah. And then Sandy and, and uh, her son. So her son, Ryan, is the general manager of, uh, assistant manager of um, Last Blockbuster. He's the one who does all the Instagramming, the Facebook, all that stuff. And Sandy's the general manager. I've. I, um, Sandy officially dubbed me as the Blockbuster's biggest fan ever since I had that party at her store. She said in her 15 years of being a manager at Blockbuster, she never had a birthday ever at her store or in any of her stores in Blockbuster's history. For, for you, what do you remember about the parties at Blockbuster if you guys ever did any? Um... I don't okay. believe they not in my time. Um, no, no, there definitely weren't any, but yeah. So like, let me guess. You would have got your first blockbuster card in eighty late nineties. You say? Oh no! Um, I worked at Blockbuster in two thousand six. Six. Um, so to like seven. Yeah. So I mean, like before that, did, did you ever get? A oh, card? um, no, because when I rented movies with my dad, we would usually go to. Um, oh, video. We or, We or... actually no. When I it wasn't until I was an adult that I um worked at uh, Hollywood Video. We just went to. Uh, my small town had a. I think it was like Moonlight Video, and then it was oh, LA yeah, yeah. Video. Yeah. Okay, so um, actually, there was, there is. I actually am still waiting on Mark Wahlberg. 
uh, Malik Wado's signed business code. I actually uh, asked. Um, so since Hollywood Video closed in 2010, Malik Wado's is now own, runs and owns a coffee shop in Flower Mound, Texas. So mm-hmm. yeah, so based, but. Actually, Hollywood Video was based here in Oregon, not okay. in. Yeah, so just a tidbit on on Hollywood Video for you, and if you ever did come see the, do you, if you did come see the last blockbuster, what would you give them as like for the museum memento, like um, for people to see, like for like what I did for my birthday. Oh gosh! Um, probably yeah. if it existed, maybe a blockbuster keychain or um, or your name tag. Or my employee badge. Yeah, yeah. So, do you? St- oh, when was the last time you saw the badge? Um, probably when I was like, um, we were getting stuff packed up. Where um, yeah. been packing stuff up to move, but our move has been delayed. So, um, I also oh, have yeah. my with video badge. Are- Moving, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, we're just kind of with this whole thing going on right now. Everything's really up in the air, so we might be pushing towards like late summer, early fall. Oh my god! uh, Yeah. Why? Why can't we just cancel twenty twenty while we're at it? I'm the same way. It's like honestly, let's fast forward to like twenty twenty one or maybe twenty twenty two. Oh yes. So (laughs) a couple years. Oh oh, yes. So back in. 2018, I actually uh, started my little blockbuster collection. Uh, I actually picked up a signed baseball by the founder of Blockbuster, Wayne Huzenya, and a a special, unique senior management signed blockbuster baseball. From uh, it was signed in October 93 to 92 to 93 time frame. So it's a signed baseball from all the senior management staff of Blockbuster back then. So on this interesting baseball. And then Sandy actually told me the story. So for the last Blockbuster, she, the reason why they still have it is because she pays the licensing fee from Dish to keep it open. So in its retrospect, if you think about it, it's not really a blockbuster, is it? No, basically it's a dish-owned blockbuster. Um, Ken Trish and and his wife owns that blockbuster. So basically, they and Sandy's the one. She goes out her pocket to go buy the DVDs themselves, so she has them in the store. Basically, Sandy's the one who is keeping this whole thing, and Ken and. Uh, his wife Deb, alive. Basically, Sandy. Yeah. So basically, she, from what, from the interviews I, I've done, did with her. She says she noticed the ending to Blockbuster count is starting when Blockbuster uh, did not. Do the accepting of Netflix, she said. And then after that, that she says, yeah, so basically, um, she says, um, from the 
interview I had with her, she says, um, since, yeah, so she says, um, yeah, she says she gets, um, she gets about, yeah, so basically she was talking to me about, um, she started working at Blockbuster on August 2nd, 2004 as a store manager. I moved to the store in 2005 as general manager. I was 33 at the time. So, she's yeah, basically she's telling me um, on July 2018 when we be- became the last one in America. I think you remember that. And then is my first autograph request from a man in New York. So, basically, she gets autograph requests from all over the world. For her autograph. Wow. And, and, and she says, um, uh, and then she says she doesn't mind signing for fans. Um, her favorite movie is Mr. Brooks. Um, if she would, if she want, if, if she, the, um, I, I asked her like, who would you want to meet? If you meet anyone, she said Quentin Tarantino, uh, because of Pulp Fiction. And then she says her favorite part of my job is the customers and getting to meet interesting people. She did this interview with me on my birthday last year, basically. And then she says she was talking about, um, uh, then I asked her other questions about when, since the Captain Marvel trailer dropped and how you saw the blockbuster in the trailer. Oh yeah. If she, uh, how did that impact the store? She said, "Yes, the Captain Marvel movie did bring a lot of interest to the store." Uh, she says, "We have about a hundred customers on average. Half of those are tourists." Um, and then she said, "When I, I asked her, when did she know Blockbuster was going under?" She said. I noticed the decline is about 2010 for the corporate stores. We did not know, notice the impact of Redbox and Netflix until 2012. And then she said, <clears throat> I feel like Blockbuster got into the mayor business too late. Like you said, you think so? Yeah, right? I was trying to compete. You know, some of the people had, had dragged them over to the laptops to sign up. And they yeah. oh, well, we already do Netflix through the mail. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And the thing is, trying to get them to, you got to use your card, your debit card, your credit card to sign up. And a lot of the times, like, just sign up now, go home, and cancel <laughs> it. Because it's like, yeah. you need to get these people signed up. Like, that's how you continue to get more hours as if you're signing up these people like oh yeah so pretty much then sandy was talking about um the documentary so they started the documentary in 2018 when they became the last one in america and then she said the documentary is doing well and then and then they're excited to come out uh she said i I asked her what would she would love to know uh, what she's most proud of. She said, I would love to everyone to know how proud we are to be the last store. And then she think, I, 
I asked her about how many of the customers are there for nostalgia reasons or the rental reasons. She said, I think we have about 40% of the customers each day are there for the, the nostalgic. And then her favorite movie, movie and the most popular and the most rented at Blockbuster's History is, is The Goonies. Okay. Yeah. So at, at the time, what was the your movie that was most rented? I know yeah. at the time you guys were not to Blu-ray yet, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, that was after my time was the Blu-ray. Um, yes. I can try so, to think what came out in 2007 around that time. Okay, I, I, can't think. I know that uh, Enchanted came out. I know that uh, Epic Movie came out. I know that Disaster Movie. I know um, uh, 2007. Pirates of Caribbean, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of interesting that um, Blockbuster, their new release day was different from how Hollywood Video would do it. Hollywood Video would yeah. put them out Monday night right after closing. Yeah. And then uh, Blockbuster, you would be there before the store opened at like 10, 11 o'clock to set out the new releases. So you yeah. have people, somebody actually waited until we closed at Hollywood Video because they wanted to rent the day after tomorrow. And it's funny yeah. because people would say, do you have the day after? I'm like, yeah, we have the day after. It's in the TV movie that came out about that big old... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much, um, pretty much, yeah. I, I actually always... Yeah, my dream was actually always have a blockbuster theme party at a blockbuster. The last time I physically went into a blockbuster was doing. I I was I was living in California at the time. I saw I was there. I would say I, I moved there in two thousand four. Got my car in two thousand five. So I was there. You would say during the start of the decline or same time you were there pretty much start of the decline and then and the reason i left was because i wasn't getting the hours so yeah yeah same as always yeah so my my friend joshua schaefer (laughs) who's mr (laughs) disney uh Mm -hmm. who who writes this awesome disney book called um discovering the magic kingdom tricks uh, when you go to disneyland uh he worked at Blockbuster from 2009 to 2010. Basically, he the reason why he was working there was because um, uh, at the time he said he was overqualified to work at Blockbuster, but his friend who worked at Blockbuster got him the job anyway. So basically, he the whole block. I'm actually part of this group. It's called Remembering the Blue and Gold Blockbuster Group was f- created by um, Alvy Taylor, who was a um, former Blockbuster employee where everybody just, um, everybody, former employees come together, share their stories, share their past experiences with Blockbuster, and share photos, uh, things they have or had. Basically, it's really fun group. Um, 
Speaking of which, today, later today, um, Christopher uh, Chipman will be at the party later today. And um, basically, his show is basically Talkbuster all about Blockbuster and his time. He worked there from 2001 to 2002. And he, um, the one thing he bought from his store was the gumball machine. <laughs> Okay, my God, I remember the gumball machine. There is a story about that, how um, our Blockbuster got broken into. And I guess they had dragged the gumball machine, like, for miles or something. Like, But eventually it was, like, the gumball machine was, like, chained down to the floor or something. And it just, it was nuts. (laughs) Yeah, so pretty much, um, if you were... be on the guest on on Talkbuster, would you talk about? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Chris just talks about like Blockbuster Hollywood video, all all about movies. Your time there. Mm-hmm. I was on there because he he wanted to hear about my big party that I just did with Sandy. Mm-hmm. So last year I had my um, second interview with. Uh, so my first interview was with um, Richard and Sarah because I got them dry seller. Uh, after that, I was on Talkbuster with Chris, talk about my time, my, my my fandom of Blockbuster, and how. Would you say, have you met anybody big of a Blockbuster fan as I I am, or are there bigger fans than I am? when you worked at Blockbuster that you know of. <laughs> Honestly, you got to be the biggest fan out there. I mean, you're bigger than me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I worked there, but uh, I just like doing it because when I hit like 18 and I became yeah. of age to work at a video store, I was applying everywhere. I even applied to Blockbuster. I didn't get in, but surprisingly I got into Hollywood video. And then after I left there, I was trying to get back into, like, trying out for Blockbuster, and I eventually did. Yeah, so basically, I, when I moved to California, I went went back and forth. So, my Blockbuster, when it was on, uh, in Menlo Park, it was like a little rinky-dinky Blockbuster. Now, which is a, it's interesting, I... I'm friends with a guy named Chris, a different Chris, who, if you give them a location, a blockbuster near you, he will find the lost blockbuster when you work there, and then what is it today? Mm-hmm. Basically, gives you a. It's funny, my uh, blockbuster in Oklahoma turned into a family video. <laughs> oh wow! And and that's still open, and that. Speaking of which, family video, the closest to me is only like an hour away. Interesting. I, um, I, I called. I believe a family video. How was that? Uh, in Flint, Michigan, to see if they were. Um, my girlfriend Christy. Um, we're curious if it was still open. It still is. It's funny. Christy sworn she heard a guy. On the other line that she went to high school with at the same Hollywood video in Flint, <laughs> or in one, it's funny. 
we called them like 2018 to see if they're even open and surprisingly family video is still open it's wow yeah interesting enough it yeah basically if you wanted what would you do if you actually went to the last blockbuster would you just be like walking into a movie or would you actually think have it been transferred back to your working day? Gosh, I probably would feel like, wow, I feel like I'm back at my job. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) actually, Sandy would love... Actually, if you still remember your employee ID, she literally can make you... Gosh, I wish I did. I don't remember. Uh... I... I... Yeah, so... I think if, if... Yeah, so she has... Yeah... I think you might still have your employee ID somewhere, yeah. like old. I don't know if you keep like old um anything from Blockbuster, but like I know sometimes old checks would have your employee ID on that old mm-hmm. old um your. When did did you get your old card anyway? Like. Since uh, closed, I think it was or... 2006, uh, 2007, actually, I was making my, my own. It, it was so easy. It just came out of the printer, and you just put some, like, uh, that plastic covering around it. Yeah, 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 plus your... Um, yeah, you your... put that little piece of paper strip on the back that's got your name and your account yeah, number. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so basically, when when was the last time you saw it? Was the last time you worked there? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. I actually stopped in there. I think a couple months later after I quit, and they said that they were going to be closing down, that they were shutting down some blockbusters, and the employees there were all being tossed around to different blockbusters if they wanted to stay with blockbuster. Yes. Yeah, so and I haven't really heard anything from my old coworkers. Have um, you? Have you? Kept in touch with any coworkers in the past? Um, not with Blockbuster, unfortunately. Well, Some of them I tried to seek out, but it's like I can't remember like their last names. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah, like, yeah, I'm still waiting. Yeah. So I've been in contact with um, owner Aaron, who's um helped with um Michael Waters. Yeah. Basically, I just love all. Video vendor stores like Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, Family Video are just, I'm just all, and then I was, uh, and then I was also a big Toys R Us fan. I remember um, that started in 96 when I was living in Texas. Ever since then, my girlfriend Christy actually worked there for from August 2017 till December 5th, 2017. So I also, I actually applied to Toys R Us. Um, it is very hard for the interview process. I actually applied there and I ended up turning it down. Like a person called me for an interview and she's saying yeah. how, oh, like we interview each other and we have fun. I'm thinking, I... <laughs> and so... she even said I should be proud that she even like got a hold of me. I'm like, you know what? This is not going to work out. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically 
I got to experience Toys R Us through Christy. Uh, I'm still friends with her old manager to this day. Um, since, uh, yeah, so it's kind of sad if you think about it. Um, since 50, wait, hold on. How many years was Toys R Us? I think, I think over the phone they said it was 50 years or 70 years. No, not 70, 60 years. Uh, yeah, so I did the same thing I did with Blockbuster. I actually, when, when Toys R Us started closing down, uh, Chrissy told me that uh, she left during the ending of the last Black Friday uh, Christmassy right before the last uh, right before the Christmas of the last season of Christmas um, she would tell me a lot of the one thing I kept which Christy nicely gave me was her t-shirt from Toys Us that Basically, I have a small Toys R Us mobilia. Basically, it only consists of the CEO of Toys R Us, Dan, um, Dan, um, who, who's that guy from University of Michigan, the athletics director? Um, what's that guy's name? David um, Brandon. Oh, yeah, David Brandon. You're... University of, uh, I think that's the blue and gold, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yep. 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 Okay. So your athletics director of Michigan was the Domino's CEO, Toys R CEO during the time Christy worked there. Basically, I actually picked up a David Brandon business card signed and then I did not know he played football too. And, he, and I got like two cards signed by him. He... And basically, last year, my friend who works security of the Toys R Us, um, Babies R Us in my area, notified me when they were taking down the letters. And now I have a big S A S A. B, B, a small R. I went there free, got the letters from Babies R Us, got them nailed up to my back of my side of my house. It's basically, and I got, um, when they took down the big star from Toys R Us, it, it's actually big vinyl R. Behind that is um, uh, LTE lights. So, What's interesting enough, I got that for free. Me and my dad actually went to our old Toys R Us after they closed down. They took down the letters. They um, took down the R. We just cut, took the big leather vinyl R. Now that's sitting in my garage. So basically, I just love... I don't know what's with me and with retail old retail stores is just I'm not sure why I am <laughs> so fond of Toys R Us, Blockbuster, Hollywood I think Radio. it's just nostalgia. It's nostalgia for 
yeah, know, those so, days. Yeah. yeah, so since I I started going to Toys R Us in 95, um, KB Toys in 90, um, basically, I, I if you didn't notice, today was, oh, makes me feel so, 1999, May 19th, episode one released on when I was six years old, that's what I did when I was six on on my sixth birthday. Dad took me opening, I believe it was around this time, this morning, went to see ho- ho- Hollywood video. No, um, I forgot. Where was I? Oh, uh, uh, Hollywood Video and Toys R Us? No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. Phantom Menace. Okay, yeah, so sorry for that. Me, me and my dad went uh, that opening day, and then we went to... After that, we went to KB Toys, and then GameWorks, uh, because it was my birthday and my mom was due any day with my sister Sasha. She was born June 17th of that year. So basically, me and my dad went to go see the movie that day. Um, uh, 19th, that that was a Wednesday night. I believe opening day was for, that was 21 years ago, and I think that was opening day, right? The 19th was, yeah, Wednesday, opening day. That was, I liked episode one. Um, the reason why I liked that is so much is my sixth birthday. And then years later, same May 19th, 05, I get to get blessed and cursed with episode one and episode three, Revenge of the Sith. I think, I think that was one of the most rented things at Blockbuster at the time, wasn't it? When you were working there? Um, I can definitely say, um, or I believe it's because there's a small amount of time when I wasn't working at a video store between, um, the, uh, November 04 to, um, March of 06. There was a gap when I wasn't working at either one. I would have missed that. I think but I did I, see the Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, and I did see Attack of the Clones in the theater. Let me guess you don't have the ticket stubs anymore of that. Revenge you of know the what? Sith. I ended up throwing out a lot of my ticket stubs because they Actually, got really... They're on that waxy paper that over yeah, time... Just, yeah, yeah, it's you can't tell like, what movie was it. <laughs> yeah, so basically... I'm guessing you saw it on my birthday, I believe, with Jeremy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we went. Uh, we went and saw um, on his birthday, actually, um, on the 23rd, which is this Saturday. Oh, yes, yes. So basically, for my 12th birthday, I saw Revenge of the Sith. On my 12th birthday, that was actually really, really epic. Out of all the Star Wars I've seen to this day, Episode 1, Episode 3, Episode 5, or since I saw Episode 5 in 97, when it was re-released for Special Edition, 
Mm-hmm. Actually, that's when my Star Wars fandom actually started in 97. Exactly when the 501st Club came out. Um, and then first Star Wars actor was Darth Vader C. Andrew Nelson, which I'm still friends to this day. 11 years later, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. As, and during that Wizard World um, meeting with Jody Sweden, I met Kara Spinney for the first time in 2015. If you don't don't remember who Kara Spinney was, he was Big Bird and Oscar, Oscar the Grouch. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Wasn't yeah, there so, a documentary about it? Follow yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I, yeah, that's actually, I literally saw that on my 22nd birthday in in 2015. So basically, I actually met Kara Spinney when I was 22. He was, he and his wife are the most kindest people you ever meet um <clears throat> and then i got carol spinney's son an eight by ten the poster for the movie the ticket stub the my my jim henson record um of the muppets that i picked up from ebay he signed that my god yes he he lived he retired in 20 20- 18 from he's been big bird since 1969 wow yeah yes i then i met him again at silicon valley comic con and that was the last time i physically saw him and that's ironic that he passed away on the death of john lennon's day that was oh wow yeah i think you meant yeah i yeah december 8th 2019 Mm -hmm. i was on the plane coming from empire con which is a star wars small convention run by my friend um ryan zilliner and um And today was Peter Mayhew's birthday as well, which also reason why Star Wars is very important to me mm-hmm. is because Peter Mayhew was one of my first Star Wars actors I've met. I can tell you, Peter Mayhew, <clears throat> when I first met him in, when I was 15, he was super, super nice. Um, I, I got to attend his um, public memorial on December 7th, 2019, it was one of the most touching um, memorials I've been to for a celebrity. Um, he passed away um, May May 2nd of last year. It would have been his 76th birthday. So it's every time when it hits my birthday. Oh, yeah, that's also why me me and Peter share the same birthday. So when I met him for the last time, the second time, uh, he actually kind enough to sign my episode three poster baseball, no cost because me and him share the same birthday and Angie that, and then at the memorial, me and Angie met for the first time in the last 11 years 
And she gave me one big hug since she knew me when I was 15. And I would tell you, Peter had the biggest hands you would ever... When you shook his hand, your hand would disappear. Basically, yeah, so Peter had these giant hands. I actually... Yeah, that was... I, yeah, and then basically my con started in 09. Basically, that's where my first celebrity, believe it or not, was Mickey Kill. I'm I'm sure I'm not sure if you remember him or not. He he was one of the Munchkins in the Wizard of Oz. Okay. Um, uh, the one that did we represent. The lollipop gown, the lollipop gown, the lollipop gown. We represent the lollipop gown. We welcome you to Munchkin Land. Basically, I met him when I was nine in 2002. And that was my first celebrity autograph. Uh, And that's how and why... Collecting autographs started because of Mickey Kill. At the time, Mickey was one of the last living munchkins. Found out he passed away in 09. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so basically that's my history in the... Oh, yeah. In 2010 in Chicago... I went there to visit my uncle in downtown Chicago. On that very day, July 31st, 2010, I, mom was telling me that there was a filming going on for the a new upcoming uh, Transformers movie. So we went there the day before Tuesday, and I got to meet the special effects um Guy John Frazier, who they at the time they were they just blew up the bus scene in Chicago. If you've seen the movie, the bus scene where they blew up the bus in Chicago, um, and they were um, where they did did the jumping off of Trump Towers, and where they did the um, the the only guys jump off the tower, the whole Chicago scene. Mm-hmm. I was there. I was there as an extra for the tape, the filming of that scenes um, in Chicago that day, and 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 then um, my sister was there. My dad was there. I was just sitting there and uh, watching filming. I met Shia Buff, and I met what's that girl's name, Rose, and I met Ian. The producer, I saw Michael Bay and the Bumby car. So okay. I'm actually, if you see, I am, I don't know, I think I was cut from the film, but I was there for the filming. And the whole, um, in the end, I got a giant bus, piece, a physical bus piece, the bus lid, the exit sign lid, which okay. John ripped off of the, um, ripped off of the bus he just blew up 
handed it to me, and all the special effects guys signed it. And then he said, here's my my pass for tomorrow's filming. Why don't you bring your sister and your dad to the filming the next day, meet meet the cast, have them sign your last piece. So literally, I've met um, Charlotte Buff. He, I can tell you Charlotte LaBeouf at the time, he needed help acting. He was reading a book by James Earl Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically, I can tell you, tell you from the behind-the-scenes portions is all the destroyed scenes are styrofoamed. Um, the, the robots blue-screened and um, and that was an interesting filming experience and after that <clears throat> in 2015 I met in 2014 I met my friend then was a director for short um, fan films like Mission Impossible and Mission, all the Mission films. So he and I met during my meeting with Adam West. At the time, I didn't know he was a director. Then in May, May 1st through May 2nd of 2015, I was cast in a miniseries which is going to be upcoming sometime this year or next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I play um, a bailiff in a court scene and a voice of a character named Dusty Bunny, which is a uh, supposed to be a mixture of um, Dick Tracy and Bugs Bunny mixed. Like, basically, I, I actually... I'm an actor and a musician. So I've been playing music for the last, since 2006 in middle school. I've, I've, I'm actually, I actually just, um, I finished college in 2017, got my um, certificate in music and business. And I've actually, during that time, helped manage my friend's band and I just, um, uh, right now I'm just helping musicians connect to other musicians, get um, noticed. Uh, in 2011, I've met my friend, um, Aunt, uh, Zach One, which is a very legendary rapper who, um, who was from the Bay, is from the Bay Area, which, um, Zach One, which is, um, He's a Christian rapper, and he's really, really nice and really, really talented. And so pretty much, um, yeah, so pretty much that is, um, basically that is um, my whole entertainment, um, music, mm-hmm. uh, fandom. So mm-hmm. basically, oh yeah, for you, so... Let's see. For your, if you could meet one of the cast members from Full House, who would it be? And if you, and if you could meet anyone, who would it be in in your mind that you want to meet? 
Um, I definitely for Full House, it would definitely be Jody Sweeten. Yeah. Um, also Fuller House, definitely Elias Harder, who plays Max. The they're both yeah. my favorite characters. How about for the guys? I would definitely say John Stamos. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody (laughs) loves Stamos. Um, Actually, the person who was on stage with me was my mom. So, me and my mom, mom got to meet Stamos. I got to meet Basically, that's physically how I met Stamos. He was playing drums. That's how I met Stamos. I walked on stage. He handed me his guitar. Because I said, I play guitar. He said, okay. And then he was dancing with my mom and then doing all through Barbara Ann. Actually, what do you remember? What did you like from that episode? The whole Beach Boy? Um, uh, I would have to or, say I like when they hung out with the family having pizza and just, you know, playing Kokomo. I just thought that was awesome that they yeah. they took their time to do that. Yeah, 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 and actually, I know why they did that too. Because if you did not know, Stamos was the original, um, um, the original uh, merchandise uh, dealer who sold Beach Boys merchandise back in 1988 when Kokomo came out. He became a fan of the Beach. I don't know if you know Stamos' story on the Beach Boys or not. Basically, Stamos became a fan when he was working for the Beach uh, He asked the Beach Boys, can I help you sell a merchandise? They, uh, they said, sure, whatever. And then and then I think that was in 80s. Yeah, Stam- uh, the Beach Boys went on 88, so Stamos must have been a fan and before Full House, I think, right? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically, that's the story how Stamos became a member of the Beach Boys, and actually, that day, I also met Mike, I believe it was Mike Love who was there that day in 88. Mm-hmm. I think it was, and yeah, so yeah, so I, I got um, Stamos signed the Forever promo CD, and I met Mike Love. He signed the CD itself, and Stamos signed my Beach Boys record, which was signed by Love Already mm-hmm. when when I bought it, and then I got Love signed twice and Stamos. So basically. Uh, you, have you been to a Beach Boys concert or no? Uh, I've never been to a concert, but I definitely was into their music um, back in the 90s. My At my grandparents' house, they had a record player and they had the Beach Boys. And I would always play um, Surfer Girl and In My Yes, yeah. yeah, so basically I've got almost all of their <laughs> LPs. Um, I got the Kokomo 45. I actually... Actually, to, to be funny and honest, the favorite version of Forever is Stamos' version. That's the one I always love listening to. Um, that special Stamos, that single that came out, promo single that came out in 92 that Stamos did Forever on. 
That was the spammer I enjoyed. It was actually very good how they brought it back in Full House. Because... Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like you, you, they had to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that Full House... If you'd say out of all, all five and a half seasons of Full, Full House, you, do you actually think it did better than the original or about the same? Um, I'd say kind of about the same because Fuller House is kind of, even though it's hitting the nostalgia with all of us that grew up in the 80s and 90s, it yeah. is also a new demographic for kids today as well and other families to kind of get attached to it. Yeah, so basically now I have... Um... I still need to pick up see do you actually think they're going to do like a one through five like they did the brown house or were they how would you think the the season five would they do a oh if they do a box set of it yeah so I already have um I picked up the Netflix um for your consideration version of season one I've got season two I need like season three and season four Mm-hmm. And how do you, I'm trying to think, so pretty much out of all, I think it was a small addition of Stamos to bring it back all these years later, mm-hmm. since actually Fuller House from my, it's, I think it's exactly the <laughs> same concept from the first one, I believe. It yeah, I think it is definitely the same concept, it's just flip-flopped. Yeah, so basically... That's after watching, yeah. That's that's why it says our very first show again, our mm-hmm. very first night again. So basically, it's so June second, I believe, is on a what was it? Two. Yep, is it's it? on a Tuesday. Yep, I'm looking <laughs> right at my calendar. Tuesday. Yep. Um, let me guess. You're just gonna. Watch it like that day and then just pop it out and then. I would think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, it just depends on whether or not I get that call to return to my job. Do, we'll you, actually, do you actually think you will at this rate? At or... this point? Because <laughs> I, I work in a factory and they're all yeah. kind of take, they got to take all those precautions and um, not everyone's oh, yeah. gonna back at once. So. Um, yeah, it's... I was going to ask what, um, so what all Full House and Fuller House podcast do you listen to? I I heard the one that you were talking about, the interviews, uh, what was it called? Um, oh, the Fuller House podcast with the interviews with the cast? Yeah, that is fun. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, so that is, um, yeah, I actually... I, I keep on re-listening to um, How Rude. I do, uh, too. I listen I, to it when I'm cooking. I don't know what... Basically, is How Rude the first podcast, or is somebody else... I honestly that? think um, the Everywhere You Look podcast, I think, might have come out after How Rude. Because John yeah. does make a thing about how there's all these other podcasts. And, I mean, that's why I'm made yeah. mine unaf- unofficial 
So that way it's like, yeah. I'm not the first one to come out. And I'm honestly yeah. not the second who's come out with, uh, there are many other Full House podcasts out there. Oh, yeah. Also, do you at all plan to come to the last blockbuster? I mean, not now. I mean, like, in the next whatever years, do you think you're actually going to come out and see it? Um, I would love to get out to Oregon one day. Um, I think it's going to be quite a while before that happens, though. Oh, yeah. Hope, I hope you come yeah. out before I'm 50. Hopefully before 20. I hit 50, um, I'll make a trip out to Oregon. If I got to go by myself, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so so if you ever, you actually we if you want, I I actually I would love for you to actually sign the comic book the movie poster if you ever come out. I would love for you to add your name on that poster. Yes. Danny's on it. Um, Lion's on it. All the celebrities I've mentioned are on it, mm-hmm. and I just thought, why not add you? Because since you're famous enough, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much, um, you would be, I believe, a thousand and thirteen. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, so pretty much, um, I, what was it? Yeah, pretty much for, I'm also a huge fan of base, I'm sure, baseball and basketball, favorite basketball players, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember Martin Jordan um to be honest i'm not really a big sports fan um my dad was big into sports oh yeah um he would watch like the football games and baseball and i'd always be waiting to change the channel to something else come on full house not this stuff i remember when the season eight premiere of full house was supposed to air and I got so upset because Home Improvement was on. I took the TV guy out to my dad. I'm like, it says Full House on here. <laughs> but eventually um, it did air. And I, I loved the comments. Excellent adventure. And I remember crying when the series finale took place. So it, I bet you're going to do the exact same thing you did in I'm 95. going to ball my eyes out. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so... I okay. Steve's gonna get married to DJ. Uh, okay, play out the ending and your what you believe is gonna happen. Okay, so I think in my head, of course, they're gonna have the triple wedding. I'm sure we won't get one I really want, which is Danny and Vicky, because he deserves happiness too. Um, I think that Ramona and Jackson are gonna most likely graduate high school. We'll end with maybe. Maybe Max is going to be starting, like, maybe high school. Maybe he'll start ninth grade. Um, wow. I saw in the trailer, like, it looked like he was getting ready to go to school. Um, I just think it's going to be... I kind of wonder if, because Fernando and Jimmy bought Kimmy and Jimmy's old childhood home next door, if maybe she and fernando and ramona are gonna move in there and maybe the house won't be as full as it used to be yeah and then i, I believe so do you actually think that same line will be back again or you can change up again i think it's going to change up a little bit because i think it was more regarding michelle's accident and them just saying you know we always make it through the hard times and we're always going to and so, how would you actually, 
I know some of the along the line that would would happen again. I don't know what. Oh, if they were to do a fullest house. Yeah, of that and ending as a as of episode. I predict the wedding is the final episode because yeah. So, yes, yeah, since um, I, I think I they're believe, gonna draw it out. Either a at the uh, reception, what happened? Um, uh, the toast by Danny. Wait, I. Uh, it is Danny and Jesse and Joey are at the episode eight. Uh, the ending of five. You think I'm? I'm not. I'm thinking. Of the reception after the wedding, I'm not really sure if it's gonna be like an ending toast or something. I'm thinking like how they did it in um, what was it uh that the uh, the unauthorized for a house lifetime movie how oh um, where it had Candace like Cameron that. getting married at the end of it yeah so and everyone's kind of giving a toast so so would that be season that ending of the wedding or how in your mind do you think in that some degree I'm trying to figure it out uh, pretty much we have about uh, my girlfriend's birthday is on the 30th so we have how many days left until let's drops? see today's the 19th we got two weeks from today it's gonna be here god yeah what what are we gonna do after it's over, nothing. And oh my over. gosh! Um, so, I, so I don't what, know. What else would we be able to look forward to? As far as uh, I thought, there is one other show that I was looking forward to seeing, but I this year, but I can't for the life of me remember because I watched. And with an E is done, so I don't have that anymore. So. Stranger Things is not going to be out until maybe 2021, 2022. Oh, yeah, and, um, the, um, and, uh, um, and, uh, um, yeah, I, I actually, I, I actually saw, um, I, I actually saw the, um, you, I finished you, finally. That was, um. I haven't watched that one. I did watch um, Little Fires Everywhere and Big Little oh, yeah. Lies. Um, but I want to start getting into some other uh, Netflix shows. And then I saw... Uh, and then I saw the... Um, I saw... Um, oh, I'm, I also know Lane Wilson, if you know him. I'm sure you do. Okay, refresh my mind. Who who's who's uh, that? Dwight from The Office. Oh, okay. I didn't watch all of The Office. I did start watching a few episodes, and I do remember him from the movie Juno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, uh, the reason why I'm friends, I know um, Lane Wilson is because. Um, Uh, I saw. Oh, yeah. The reason why I met no him is because I'm I am a part of the Baha'i Faith. I think you heard of the Baha'i Faith, haven't you? Which is um, uh, they do have 
it's like a world religion. Um, Baha'i faith. Um, I know there's like a lot of Baha'is in Michigan, and I know there's a lot of. Um, so basically, Baha'i part of my religion as well. And I know, like, the guy who created um, a Destination, that classic horror film series. Oh, I remember seeing Final Destination in the theater. Yes. I was so, a big Devin Sawa fan in the 90s. Yes, yeah, so um, I know that originally it is a, that scene flight 180 is from a spec script from, oh, wow. um, from x-files my friend um jeffrey rhetoric who's mm-hmm. a baha'i writer from he wrote scripts for x files in the 90s um this one episode is um literally called um oh literally called um flight 180 um what is it? Oh, yeah yeah the script uh is basically called flight 180 which yeah and that all and then jeffrey rhetoric sold that script to um line cinema and that's how Final Destination, Final Destination became the movie of that spec script. And uh, I also know the Baha'i actor by the name of uh, Justin Baldoni. I'm, if you don't know who that is, if you heard the... Oh, is the, that um, the author of Aragon? No, no. So he's the guy who, um, who starred in the... Uh, TV series Jane the oh, Virgin. Oh, Law and Order? Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. I gotta watch. I've heard so many good things about that show. Yeah, so um, I'm friends with Justin Baldoni, who's um, uh, the guy, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the lead actor. Uh, he actually sent me a script signed by the cast of Jane the Virgin, um, which that's a very fun um fun um show actually Christy loves that show um she uh and I actually saw I actually and I actually um basically yeah and then um I actually been a huge Power Rangers fan. I'm sure you remember when that came out. Oh my goodness, yes. I'd watch it in the afternoons. Do you let remember me... VR Troopers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let me guess. I can guess your favorite Ranger without even you. Oh. Either the Pink Ranger or uh, Tommy or or um, either Kimberly or Tommy. Which one? It's actually uh, Trini. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yellow. yeah, I just I like the animal that the uh, hers changed into. Um, yeah, the um, but the big uh, debate the sa- in the school. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
Yeah, so I actually am friends with um, the Black Ranger, the uh, and Skull from that series. They're actually really, really. Uh, Jason David Frank. Yeah. He is one of the nicest guys you would ever meet from the uh, Power Rangers um, show. He um, he loves. Yeah, so I I literally have on my wall right now the Power Rangers forty five that came out. Okay. And 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 I also am. I also know the lead guitarist from the Go Go's. I mean, you know that, that, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm good friends with Jane Wheeland, the lead guitarist from the Go Go's. She is super nice and super fun. Basically. How I met her was she was at the same con as uh, Andrew Nelson and Vic. She was um, promoting her new, then new comic, uh, Lady Robotica, which mm-hmm. is a, um, a comic where she created this robot who plays guitar. And um, she, I met the I met the Go Go's um, during their 2011. 30th anniversary of the first album tour. It's um, what I re- the song I remember from the Go Go's is "Vacation" from the Rugrats Vacation episode, and um, yeah. So basically, I met yeah that on my 19th birthday, which is Golden Birthday. Um, I saw Jane again, and then she got yeah she signed um. A headshot for me says to Shamim, happy 19th birthday on 19. Basically, that was 2012. Je- who, who would you want to meet from the Go Go's if you couldn't meet any of those? Oh, gosh, girls? you know, honestly, I can't. Um, I'm not sure of their names other than the person that you just mentioned. Uh, uh, maybe uh, the lead singer, <laughs> uh, Belinda, Belinda Carlisle. Yes, yes, actually. Th- Go Go's concerts, fun to see. Uh, I I actually got Glenda, Jane, Gina, and Kathy. Uh, I I have their live DVD, the one in Central Park. That actually is an interesting doc movie. Um, and that yeah. So basically, and I'm actually I. Yeah, so I also enjoy you. You never seen Raymond, have you? Everybody loves Raymond. Unfortunately, not. But I've heard good things. Yeah. So how I got into that one is my grandmother used to watch it all the time on TV Land, TBS, and I just watched it with her and grew to like it. And then, and and that was nice to see. Um, uh, Ray's mom and uh, Danny's mom. That was so that's hard. right. Claire Tanner, number two. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we're gonna have to wrap this up, but Wait. I wanted to wish you a happy birthday again. Thank you. I will see you in. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we're three hours apart, and you said five o'clock for you, right? Yeah. So it's right now about. 
305 for me. Yep. So it's noon right now. So we have about two. Yeah, a couple hours and yeah. wow, we're going. This is the longest I've been on a podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. No, so the last uh, Chris Chris's podcast, we had an hour. All right. Now okay, well, I will yeah. see you later tonight on oh, your yeah. party. Oh, so Wednesday, um, that one that one episode you said you're gonna pop up soon. When would that come on? Uh, the Beach Boy Bingo. Yeah. That one's already up. I put it up uh, just before I called you. Cool. Yeah. So pretty much. Um, yeah. So pretty much. Um, thank you so much for having me, Angeline. And um, I can't wait to be on it again. Definitely. Yeah, actually, I, I would love to. If you want, I would. Yeah, when we get done watching season five, you and I are just going to have a long discussion about our favorite scenes, our favorite moments. Yeah, so so pretty much, I guess our next Skype video call is like, I believe, like, literally, like, if you want to do it, like, right after you watch, like, after you watch. Yeah, like, maybe the the uh, weekend that uh, we finish watching it, yeah. I, I think I might. Literally finish it. Um, same time. Yeah, pretty much. I was. Yeah, so it's a Tuesday. Uh, most like. Yeah, since I work at Safeway, which I'm not working due to the virus. But um, yeah. So what I do at Safeway is pretty much what you. If you go to Safeway and you see what's going on. Um, yeah. So normally it's like, for me, it's I. I do. I am a courtesy clerk, which is. Basically, all the hard stuff that you see courtesy clerks do at Safeway. Yeah, so I've been working at Safeway for about two years now, actually. Um, and, and um, yeah, so love working at Safeway. It's fun to actually help customers, and I just enjoy Safeway-wise. And, yeah, so... Maybe later, like, actually during the party, you can actually meet Chris and see if you guys want, what, what do you want to be on Talkbuster, you think, for, like, for your blockbuster in Hollywood? Days? Yeah, yeah, I'll have to hit him up and uh, <laughs> tell him about that, so. Yeah, did you actually hear my episode? Um, I started watch, uh, listening to it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish, I'm gonna finish it. Um, so, h- how far did you get, like, I think I was grambling on st- about stuff. Um, I didn't get too far into it, but um, I'm definitely yes. gonna finish it, and I'll so let you know what I what I think after. Yeah, yeah. So basically, that uh, what you heard so far is basically how Chris actually runs the show. Exactly what you hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so pretty much, I will. Yeah, right now I'm actually last year for my twenty fifth birthday, I actually went to Disneyland. Doing its um, Pixar Fest. Okay. It was and I got myself the Pixar Fest Hawaiian shirt, which I'm wearing right now, which you will see later tonight. Which mm-hmm. is is a um is all a Hawaiian shirt, all Pixar characters. Are. Okay. Cute little um Pixar um little people like characters on it all over the place. Gotcha. Yeah, so pretty much. Wow, it's 
first my fourth interview on a podcast. Last last one was uh, the one I sent you was last one I was on. Yep. Yeah. All so right. For, well, see uh, you later. See you later, Angelina. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I and and um, do you do you have, yeah? So pretty much, what, what do you do after this? Just talk about um, your 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 plugins and all that, right? Pretty much. Uh, normally. Uh, yeah, pretty much I'll just, um, I'll put this podcast episode up later, um, today, and then I'll just, um, now you have a YouTube channel, right, that I could probably link to that in the show notes. Yeah, uh, actually, and Facebook too is there. And Facebook too, sure. And Instagram, and I got, yeah. So what happened to your Instagram? I, I I was trying to look for it. And I don't see anything anymore. What happened to that? Oh, oh, my regular one? No, no, I no, just... no, no, the one for the podcast. Oh, um, it should be up there still. Um, I did. I posted from it today. Yeah. So I I typed in what you said to type, and I couldn't find a darn thing. Okay, on it. here it is. Um, it's actually O M H C. Full House, Fuller House Pod. Yeah, so actually just, you could just send that link to me as I just like it. And then, yep. yeah, so Andy Blockbuster's um, um, Instagram is um, uh, Blockbuster Bend. Which gotcha. Is so you can actually look and see what, and you can literally buy the DVD when it comes out. Uh, Sandy's hoping in August, and you, you guys can actually see the last blockbuster and they're actually the plan is to have it in blockbuster for people to rent and you 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 can literally buy a copy for yourself and mm-hmm. and if you haven't seen it yet is the board game blockbuster board game at target which okay. is, a, is a family game is uh it's like for movie lovers and and for anyone who has ever seen movies like it has buzzing, uh, trivia, act out scenes. It's um, at at one at Target for only like twenty dollars, and it's a really, really fun game to play with like Jeremy and friends. And mm-hmm. yeah, so basically it's, it has a buzzer. And what's cool enough is it comes in like a VHS ish case, and it has a little blockbuster sign to go in the middle of the board game <laughs> okay yes all right Andy, so i will see you later today yeah and you get to meet my little son adrian yes yes yeah all right right so now bye-bye. yeah right now christy's just working at genentech which i'm sure you know what, what that is right which is uh-huh. genentech which is um a pharm- pharmaceutical um Medicine company that helps patients um, for the insurance type stuff. Okay. Okay. So pretty much, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so well, much, Angela. I would. I'll see you later. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye.
All right, so I hope you enjoyed this interview with uh, podcast listener Shamim Dana. And I will leave the link in the episode description where you can check out his YouTube channel. You can see him playing guitar with the Beach Boys and John Stamos. And just all of his other interactions that he's had. With going to Comic-Cons and meeting different celebrities, getting autographs. I really had a fun time talking with him. And definitely once this final half of season five of Fuller House comes out, he and I are going to sit down again and we are just going to go through all the episodes of the second half of season five and just talk about it. And I'm really looking forward to it. All right. If you guys want to also, if you'd like to be interviewed on the podcast, I would love to have you as a guest. You can send a request to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. You could find me on the Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas Full House Fuller House Podcast Facebook page, or you can even go to OMHC Full House Fuller House Pod and leave me a message there. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive. We will get through this. Have a good day, everybody.